What's up, y'all? Good evening. This is Seriously Funny, and I'm here with Ashley D. What's up? Why do I say it like that? Like, what? you're like, I mean, it's seriously funny, and then I'm here with Ashley D. Like, I did, I did not. <laughs> We're going to go back. We're going to go back. We're going to look at that. I, I, like, I, I, I have to get cool with it. I'm here with Ashley D. That one cool enough? That one cool enough? We're going to go back, y'all. We're going to go back. We're going to look at it. Let us know in the comments. He was all hyped. And then he was like, I'm here with Ashley D. I, I was, I was, I still have some energy to that. I still have some energy to it. <laughs> I just got to talk shit. You know, it is seriously funny. Yeah, yeah. So we're here. And we're talking about what is controlling in a relationship. What is controlling in a relationship? Did I state that right? What is controlling in right. a relationship? What so, is controlling? Control, like Ike Turner, Ike and Tina. Oh, Ike and Tina. Oh, eat the cake and I made the cake. What is control in the relationship? So, you know, I was reading through some stuff about control and I was reading a lot of things and I didn't know that like certain things like in, like insults because I was, when I was in this previous relationship, like the insults and stuff like that, that's considered c controlling. Can be. Yeah. And then, like, it's like the signs, like, just the verbal abuse, which yeah. is like, yeah, that sound like a controller. But when I think of controlling, I was thinking more like you control the person by telling them what they can and cannot do along those lines. But control goes way deeper than that. And I wrote down a bunch of things, like, uh, from, I mean, humiliation and stuff like that, which control the mood swings, you know, unpredictable mood swings. I guess it's for the people who act bipolar in relationships uh, and everything. Is that bitch over there? That type of stuff. I know that bitch is in the house. Tell that bitch to come out. You got some bitches in there? <laughs> or you walk in the door and be like, whose perfume, who's perfume or whose cologne are you wearing? Right, right. <laughs> right. Who's that cologne you wearing? Especially, you know, you, you know how you are uh, at work. Like, you know, so you got coworkers, like, especially women. The women always got to smell good and stuff. Hey, you doing? You call a hug, and then you smell that smell the whole day, and then you gotta go home with that smell. What bitch you was with? Like I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, back in 2006, when I moved down to Georgia, mm -hmm. I worked for Publix, and I was working in the bakery. And there Wait, is Publix or Publix. I always call it Publix. No, Publix. <laughs> okay. in there. I know. There's an L. Okay, I Publix. Always... Stay with me. Publix. Like they're gonna Publix. No, uh, it's Publix. Okay. So, anyways, I worked in the bakery and there was a guy who um he worked part-time and he also worked for UPS. I knew he was married, so you know, I never crossed that line. But us women, we like to smell good. Like, I'm not going to go to work smelling like ass, even though I just showered and I have deodorant on. So back then, like, my go-to perfume was Dolce & Gabbana Light Blue. And one day he walks in, he comes up, and he's, like, right behind my neck. So, like, if this is me, he's like, girl, what you wearing? I was like, uh, step back, homie. Step back. He's like, you smell so... And people saw this, and, you know, that's how gossip starts. And I'm just like, you know, we were kind of like off in the back because I was doing dishes or whatever in the bakery, but people saw it and started talking. I'm like, look, it wasn't like that. 
He asked, simply asked me what perfume. Yes, he was a little close, a little close there. But I was like, you're married. I'm going to respect that. But this is what I'm wearing. Get it for your wife. You know what? A woman that smells good is so attractive. That's the next best thing to a woman that can cook. If you smell good and can cook, woo-wee, I love a good smelling woman. Donna just said, a perfume will get a man in trouble. Yeah, a perfume will get a man in trouble. Like, seriously. And, um, like, I ain't allowed. So, is it creepy? I'm going to get back to the subject at hand. But, like, I'm, like, shopping at Target and a, a woman... Past me, it smells good. I, I asked, like, what are you wearing? It smells good. I, it, it makes me speak. No, it's not because here, here's you have to be careful though, because it's good to know what they're wearing, but just know that every perfume is not going to smell the same on every woman. Like, I, I have this specific, and it's true. No, 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 it is true. I have this, um, alien, it's called Alien Mugger. Mugger, M-U-G-G-E-R, and it's expensive, and it does not work with everybody's pH. I'll wear it, and I've been around other women. They're like, "Oh my god, I love that! What are you wearing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm wearing Alien Mugger," and they're like, "I can't wear it. It doesn't work well with my pH." And I'm like, "Really? I had no idea, but that is the true test." Right there. Like seven or eight or something to wear it. <laughs> huh? I said, well, the pH got to be seven or eight before this other Man, I don't know. <laughs> hey, no, no. So, controlling, like, let me ask you a question, though, about control. Have you ever been in a controlling relationship? Yes. So, what is a controlling relationship? So, and again, it could be a different definition for other people, right? But controlling is, you know, it could be you can't talk to this person, you can't go outside. Um, after a certain time, um, no, you you have to be home. I want dinner on the table by 5, 6 p.m. Oh, you know, want dinner and not give a time is not control. Say what? Wanting dinner is not a control thing, is it? No, but if you're going to sit here and say that you expect it at a certain time, like I get home at 6 p.m. I expect it on the table at 6 p.m. Honey, then you better stop expecting shit. What's up, Tanya? What's up? Wait, wait, hold on. That wait, 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 wait. There's nothing wrong with expecting a meal on like a table. I guess if you demand at a certain time, that's different. Monday through Friday, when you have days off during the week. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to, you know. Ladies, help a sister out here. Help a sister out. Like, there's like, three of y'all. Like, are there's two in the comments. Help, help a sister out. Like, but, wrong with expectations for cooking because there's a lot of trifling women out here who don't cook. Right. I understand that. But if you were going to sit here and say, I expect dinner on the table every day, seven days a week. But you have two days off, whether it's, whether it's, you know, the weekends or weekdays or one weekday and one weekend day, you know, one weekend. Come on. Let me tell you something. I know it's because you can't cook. That's okay. I can cook. But expectations in the kitchen 
it's not a form of really control. It's how it's presented. You have to think about that. It's how it's written. You're saying it right now, but there are men out there that are like, look, here's the deal. You're going to be the stay home person. I'm going to go to work. Like I said, remember how I said I had that? What? <laughs> oh, we talked about that. I think we, I think we talked about this. Did we not talk about Yeah, we talked about it and get up and grind. How there's this one person who said, hey, here's the thing. Um... I'm not going to get married for love. I'm only going to get married for loyalty. I'm only going to get married married for the the duty of marriage and for the loyalty. But I'm not going to get married for love. I don't know how they expect it to work. Because they're getting married for the duties. Uh, I guess. And it was, you're going to stay home. I'm going to go to work. And I expect you to be faithful to me you know, and whatnot and be loyal. And I am a very loyal person at the end of the day. But don't... Don't what? You you don't be controlling. Don't be controlling. controlling. If you want to listen, tell you something. The president, the women that we have today, not all, <laughs> not all, they don't they don't cook or clean. So they, they, it's a little shitty selection out there. Well, it's because oh. of who they pay attention to. Cardi B. Well, yeah, Cardi B, obviously, it don't like she cooks it clean either. You know, she's. Yeah. Well, she's going to tell you how she got that rate. <sighs> yeah, exactly. But it's, it's the, the, like, you don't find many women. So this is what I was saying. I had this conversation the other day. Going into a woman's house, right? At my age and everything, you look at your surroundings. Now, I don't care what the coochie is, whatever. I ain't getting down to the coochie coochie. I'm going in the house. I'm looking around to see the structure. Is it clean? Because if I see any bugs or critters walking around, there's a problem. 100%. So when I'm looking, it's like, okay, okay, she passed that. She passed that. Don't call me judgmental. Call me a person that's like, I'm actually observing. The ass can look nice, right? All that. I'm worried about that. I'm observing, looking at the house or whatever. So, I mean, one to clean house, one a woman that cooks. And I guess the point of control is expecting her to have it at a certain time. But expecting her to cook more often is not a form of control. It just depends. Does a woman like to cook? I, look, I'm going to be honest. I, I love to cook. Okay? I really do. And I am a giver, so I love to cook and give. But it's, like I said, in, in the beginning, don't sit here and say, I expect it at 6 p.m. Because, look, even though I work from home and, yes, my time is supposed to stop at 4.30, today I ended up working till 5.15. I'm like, shit, I'm like, I have to get dinner done. I have to get it, you know, I got the show at 8. I need to do this, make sure I'm ready because uh, I was not ready. I had to, you know, fix the hair and, you know, change the shirt and whatnot. Like, again, I work from home just because I work from home. I was like, oh, it's so easy for you. No, it's not. Ashley Pex, what is too much? She said, yeah, that's too much. I want to know what is too much. Because when we talk about controlling relationship, I start thinking of like domestic violence and stuff like that. Verbal insults. Because you see the public now. You see the public. Yeah. So... Like any man that's controlling verbally abused to his woman, for example, 
Hit man, I've heard stories of men calling women fat. Men calling women like derogatory names. Those are signs of control and everything. You could tell in public though, because I'm a type of person, right? I speak wherever I go. I speak, hey, how you doing? And I can have a conversation with anybody anywhere I go. But you demand this insecure, feel safeguarded. They come and they kind of like yank their women away, you know, in a sign of you just like being respectful and speaking. And you can hear them as they walk away. Like, why are you talking to him? It's like, let me tell you something. In this world, we all have the rights, right? We got to practice rights. And we in a relationship, your significant other shouldn't take rights away. Correct. They, they shouldn't take your rights away. So a lot of relationships nowadays are controlling because people are like self-conscious of their self. People have issues and, and insecurity. Yep. So... That's those are the people most likely to control and they have insecurities. So speak about me. I, I I told you I read about this. And my last situation is like, oh man, was it really like this? The placement of blame. People that don't hold accountability but will place the blame all on you. I was reading that. That's a sign of control to make you feel guilty all the time. Mm-hmm. So I ask you this question. In a relationship, accountability is communication or the lack of communication. Could that be a sign of control in a relationship? Because a lack of communication can lead to assumption and accusations. Right. And those assumptions and accusations can, again, turn into control. Yeah. The, la- the lack of communication will turn into assumptions and um, accusations and all of that does fall under that umbrella of control at the end of the day because us humans fail to communicate yes. you know there are people who fail to communicate but you know I, I sit there I say it all the time you know I want you to be able to communicate with me dear future husband wherever you may be I want you to be able to communicate with me but at the end of the day I need you to be able to comprehend what I am saying and if there is something that you do not comprehend simply ask what do you mean by that because I'm going to sit here and say if you're going to sit here and tell me you know if I if my husband's going to say look I I want you to cook dinner oh. okay but let's look at this do you want dinner? Do you want a home-cooked meal seven days a week? Or if I cook dinner Monday through Friday, or if I cook dinner, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, can we go out, you know, Thursday and Friday? Because there's going to be days during the week where I am so wrapped up with work. I'm like, I can't even think straight to even cook, and I know I'm going to mess it up. Can we just order pizza? That's fine. Because, you know, a man should see that as like not being a big issue like it's called compromising in a relationship thank you might take uh you know she might cook all the time right and it's gonna be times where she's not gonna feel like it she's gonna be overwhelmed now if the guy to have the expectations and control is gonna be uh come crazy like you just can't you just, you just gotta like like I said, purposely not communicating is a controlling act. They're trying to get a specific action or emotion out of you. That right there. Hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly one of the things I read. It's like, I think I, uh, the silent treatment. That's what it was. Silent treatment. 
silent treatment. Yep, is a sign of control. And man, just reading through this stuff, like, damn, I just went through this. The silent treatment, silent treatment. You know, so it's crazy. Um, so why do one? And there's always women, well, men too, but mostly women because men are the more controlling ones. So check this out. So the accusation part, right? You get accused. So Taylor's story. So. Once upon a time, you know, brother came in, smelled like another one's perfume, but it wasn't, it was innocent. And all I got in there was like, who was that bitch? Who was that bitch you with? And I'm like, dude, like maybe I should do something. Because when you get accused and that's not a control, you're like, you know what? It's the time to act. And that's how it was. It was like accusation, accusation, it can't be loyal. You could push a person. I guess you can't push a person to technically do something, but you can show dive into something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, seriously. No. Controlling relationships, man. They like people, this, these are red flags people like dodge when they meet people and they get before they get in these relationships deep and we ignore them, right? So we get deep into these relationships, get real deep, and then we like settle and we get engaged, right? And then some of us get married, right? But these signs were visible way beforehand. So people watching the show, people watching the show, if you're dating somebody or getting to know somebody, please look out for these signs of controlling, humiliation, verbal insults, physical force, obviously, controlling behavior, mood swings, picking who is at fault, who's at fault, alienating your friends. Like, oh, that's one thing. Separate people from their friends and family. Yep. Huge thing, women and, and men, like, especially men are, are big at this. If they want to like get their way and people are going to be in their way, they're slowly like alienate you from your friends and family. Mm -hmm. the blame, manipulation, and it's a calculated outburst. Like it's crazy. Like we ignore that and we get deep into these relationships and we wonder why, and I'm, I'm an example of this too. Like I, I've settled for some things. I'm not going to lie. But we wonder why divorce rates are high. Another thing too. What, what is a form of uh, uh, controlling? So we all different ethnic groups, right? You know what I'm saying? We got, you know, Puerto Ricans, you got African-Americans, you got Europeans, Mexicans, etc. So we're taught to pretty much how it's established in America. You date within your own race, right? So you're forced to date within your own culture group. But nowhere in the Bible states that you should be with this group, you should be with this group. It's somebody for everybody. So you get in these situations, and some uh, older people, but they tell you, and this controller can not necessarily have to be in a relationship. It could be like the relationship you have with your dad or mom. They sit and tell you that, oh, you shouldn't be with him because he's black. And you no, know, because black men, we have it hard, period. Like our own women look down at us, society look down at us, people from or different culture groups look down on us because of what the media display on TV for the most part. Mm -hmm. So one form of control is that like for women, you see this, don't date him because he's black. Don't date him because he's Puerto Rican. No, Max, you know, the stereotypes everybody has. Right. Right. So like controlling a relationship don't necessarily have to be in an actual romantic relationship or whatever it could be within a family as well because people are literally here's the thing I'll say this to y'all out there we all bleed we all have emotions we all work grind to survive 
just because a skin color is different doesn't yep. dictate who you are as a person because you have to meet people and study a personality. Hence the keyword friendship. I'm not going to get deep in that part, but you, you learn people, you study them, and that's how we move along. So some of us, this is what we do, right? We take a, we take a skin color. Let's say uh, I only one day like white women. So we just got white women. Just, just, and, then, and God may have some else for us over here, right? Expand mm-hmm. your road. Expand your radius. Expand it. Don't settle. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, in 2015, and you said it, you know, there's a couple of things that you said um, when you were li- listing off things. And in 2015, I dated a Mexican guy mm-hmm. and um, he was, I did not know until later on in the relationship that he was illegal. He was an immigrant. Okay. But, you know, and, and I didn't jump into the relationship right away, you know, um, we started off as friends. We wanted to get to know one another, and then we kind of st- we took it a step further. We we dated, you know, we're in that friendship zone for three months, and then we finally, you know, went into a relationship. So he was living with his mom, his dad, his sister, her two kids, and her sister was going through a divorce. So then they moved from the house into an apartment because they were, he was living with his sister and brother-in-law. Oh. So they went through a divorce and, you know, I was like, man, I'm like, that sucks. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do for your family. Right. And so later on, about a year into the relationship, he said, look, um, I want to get married. He's like, I do want to marry you. He's like, but I want you to know now I can't give you the ring that you want. I can't give you the wedding you want. And if we get married, he goes, I don't want kids right away. I want to wait at least, you know, six years. Mind you, he was, I want to say he was at least four or five years older than me. Okay. So you want to wait six years after we get married. Um, And then on top of that, after you, after we get married, I want you to move in with me and help me take care of my family. Oh, that's sad. Um, so what you want me, you want to get married. You can't give me anything that I want. Everything is about you at this point. You can't at least give me the ring I want. You can't give me the wedding I want. You want to wait to have kids. And then you want me to move in with you to help take care of your parents. Cause you want to retire your dad. When you know, at this time, my dad has cancer. Granted, my dad was still working at this time. It wasn't bad. Like it was, you know, like he declined. Okay. So it's all about you, you, you and your family. But what about me? But that's, that's a red flag though. I'm like, que, que senor? Que senor? No, 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 que senor? There, was a lot, <laughs> there were a lot of red flags there, right? Yeah. So I did my research. And if you do your research and the number six is very important with this. And I'm just going to encourage people to really do the research because I guess. At the, Hold on. You said number six is important. I want if to... he's, if he's, if they're illegal and they want to get married, you have to be married for six years. Oh, in order for anything to happen. He doesn't want kids until after six years. He wants to wait at least six years to have kids. So he'd be legal six years after the marriage. Right. And at that point, I'd be like, bye. 
Bye. Why should give me a business, right? Because you go wait in America in the US, United States, you're gonna get married once, right? You can get married once. It ain't like other places you can have like eight wives or something like that. You can only have one wife in the United States, right? Uh but I'm gonna tell you something on that one. That's not necessarily true. And depending on you know, Illinois sucks. I'll tell you that story off off air because that's with my own family and I don't well, want to start a business though. Anybody not to need their papers, you know, I got a business, it's a fee. And I'll marry you. That's a fee. It's the J Hendo LLC. <laughs> you need some papers. Get my mind. Come get your papers. <laughs> no. But no, seriously, him trying to get you to conform to what he wanted is like super red flags is a sign of control. But you know what? Everybody that gets in these relationships. It's back and forth. They ignore these signs. You know what I'm saying? And people, they would tell you, this is why I preach the friend thing, like being friends with somebody, because when you're friends, you get more genuine people. And I know people like, well, date this, date that, date that. No, 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 no. When you meet people as friends and become friends, they're more genuine to you. They kind of leave the acting out. When you're dating, they're acting. They're holding that door. And you don't really see that controller stuff. But the friend stuff, when you have conversation with women or women have conversations with men, and when you've been friends, you get to learn the controlling aspect that they present. You be pay attention. Men will tell you, women will tell you, listen, they tell their story. I had a one lady one time, and she was like talking to her, right? And she's just like talking shit about Mexicans. Like, and I'm thinking, like, I hadn't even told her my background, then yeah, these Mexicans think this. It's like, damn, my kids are like half Mexican. It's like, I haven't told her that. So I'm like, this conversation, I could have been dumb and prolonged and went into that situation, but it's cut off switch. Just mm -hmm. cut off. There's, there's nothing else. You let me know how you feel about Mexicans and all that stuff. And my kids have Mexican. You probably won't accept them. It's red flag. We have to act when these red flags appear to avoid the controlling relationship because it's there. Most people are controlling. And man, especially men, because they not men don't respect women. A lot of men these days don't respect women. Yep. And vice versa, a lot of women is not respecting men. It's, 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 there's no respect in, in both ways, but men more so than women, though, because men try to control women and they want to wear a purse. I don't, that's not a story, though. <laughs> like, you ain't got my shit. Grab my purse. The fuck? The fuck? How you gonna be controlling and be trying to grab your purse? The fuck? This chicken ain't fried, right? So put my leggings on and go get some of these shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what happened to y'all out there? God damn. You, yeah. So soft. Damn. I don't know what's wrong. <sighs> but anyway, I ain't gonna get too far than that because I can drift off. But no, no seriousness though, like physical force. Let's talk about that. <sighs> Domestics. Any man that sits there and lay their hand on a woman is a straight biatch. Yep. Yeah. Women, don't take that. Hand yep. raised, you've been touched, you've been grabbed. That man don't love you. It's, it's fucking done. Any type of domestic violence is done. Stop selling for it. Stop saying he would change. I deal with domestics every fucking day. And, and, and women seem to think that because it wasn't that bad, that the next time will be better. If a man lay his hands on you, he does not respect you. Facts. It happened to me. 
honestly. Um, I, I was living in Rockford at the time too. So we're talking 2010, I want to say. I, I want to say it was right before I moved back to the suburbs. And um, I, again, I was dating uh, I want to say, a Hispanic guy. I'm almost positive he was Mexican, but I'm just going to say Hispanic at this point. And um, I had met him and I mean, it was cool, but there was like some red flags. And one day I was just like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I don't want this. Like, you know, you're not making time. This is not like you could barely communicate. And he didn't like that. And he literally pulled up to my apartment and I was walking out and he came out and literally put his hands around my neck. And I was just like, you do realize this is the wrong place, wrong time. Like, look, I understand you're upset, but you really need to remove your hand from your neck off of my neck because you really don't know who you're messing with. You're messing with the wrong one. At the time, my, you know, my mom's husband, uh, rest in peace. He was part of the Hells Angels. One phone call. Not that, you know, I'm trying to, you know, say, but it was to scare him off. Uh, my cousin lived in Rockford and they called him Scarface because, you know, he got, he, he attracts trouble. So I'm like, I'll call my cousin, you know, because I don't have any older brothers. My brothers were younger. They're not going to do anything. So, but I literally sat there and said, I'm like, remove your hand from my neck. A, I will scream. My leasing office is right there. B, I will make some phone calls and that's it. Um, after that, he would constantly text me. And I'm like, if you do not stop texting me, I'm going to go to the police. I'm going to, you know, uh, file a report. And he finally stopped. I was literally getting ready to walk into the police station to file a report. Like, look, I'm done. And he he just finally stopped. You so, know what? When you said you make one phone call, I thought about Biggie Smalls. All I make is one phone call. All y'all disappear by tomorrow. All, you know what I mean? You would have disappeared by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but one since he like... Ms. Johnson said, I stayed because I believe his bipolar ass lies and was afraid for my life and lifestyle. But when you're done, you're done. Yeah. And that's, I, I think that's what, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I think that's what keep people because of lifestyle. And the thing is, why, that's why, and I'm not trying to backtrack, that's why I get more importance of developing friendships because you see more. When you're dating, there's an act, and there's an act the first five, six months to lure you in. You could take that first five, few months to learn a person, be friends with them, to be genuine. If they like you, they will do whatever it takes to develop their friendship to be with you. If they have a purpose and they want to rush it and don't want to respect it, red flag, period. Like, I don't understand the word dating is like for sure. And you date when you're in a relationship. So I'm not saying date don't exist. When you be friends and you get in a relationship, then you go out on dates. You're dating. It's date night. It's like your date night. You learn, you know, so... These guys, especially men, especially today, women need to develop friendships and have a lot of conversation with men before you do all that dating shit because that's how you yep. have criminal sexual assaults. Yep. You, you know, you get these dates. Oh, he's a nice guy. But no, no, no. Develop friendships. If he likes you, he would do all the necessary steps it takes to be with you. Period. And it's the fact that I don't like the word. These are facts. No, it is. You are you are right because that was my biggest mistake, you know, years ago is jumping into relationships. 
you know, like, why am I jumping to really? So it's like, now it's like, if you can't take the time to get to know me now and like, let me go through, figure out who you are, what you're into, what you're like in your personal life. If we don't have similarities, we're not going to work out. Exactly. It is we can't understand where, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be similarities, but we need to be able to understand each other's lifestyle inside and outside the household. Sex. This is what get people. So when people meet, they have sex right away, right? Let me tell you something. And I don't know how accurate this is, but for me, if I can wait to have sex with you for months and months and months, that means I'm going to learn you. I'm going to like you. I'm probably going to learn to fall in love with you. We have sex five, six months later. That is huge. Mm-hmm. A year later, that's huge because there's more focus in each other than on the sex part. When people see people, you might be physically attracted to something. You might see, like for me, I might see a girl to ask, well, that's physically attractive. But now... And I said this to some, I said this to somebody. They didn't believe me. If I'm physically attracted, I see an ass. I'm more in tune in how this programs. What do you do? What is your expectations in the next three or four years? Got to make the ass look nice, nice, sir. But if you're not like, oh yeah, I do this, I do that. I work about get my hair nails done. Then it be, that's attractive. That's why I preach that the, the friendship part and let you detect some of the aggressiveness. That a woman or a man may have that could be controlling tactics. Listen to how they talk. Even if it's about their job, listen to their approach. Pay attention to like uh, tempers. Yep. Yeah, they they show like that. Um, so I'm reading this thing, for Christine. Facts. She says, uh, I guess man, they have good mouthpieces can spin away. When you start as a friend, you get to know them and get the other shoe to fall off. Exactly. I think that in this generation, and I told for entertainment, is that we're dating. How about you put dating? I don't hate the word. Put it on the back seat for now. Get to know somebody, be friends. Get to fall for them. Then bring dating back up to the front seat. Like, we're in a relationship. Let's go out on a date night. Because, like, you know, women want to go on these dates to these nice restaurants. You know, it's women out here that want to go get their meals paid for and shit, you know, do all that stuff. Those you got to watch. Those controlling tactics, too, is like a fucking the mind thing that they want to fuck you with. Man, I'm not letting you off the hook. So especially your broke asses. Just like praying old men to pay for your meals and you can't clean a fucking house, can't cook to save your goddamn life. I, I can talk shit about men, but I don't want to talk about women. That's another control tactic they use is gimme. Gimme. Like, give me, give me money to go get my lashes. Give me money to go get my nails done. Give me money. It's like, but what are you doing? Like, what are you bringing to the table? That's the, yeah, that, that's something you guys really need to focus on, both men and women. What are you bringing to the table? Right. What are you bringing to the table? That's, that's, that's the one of the things when you talk to people, right? Let's say <clears throat> you meet somebody, right? And that's why I, I, I put this together. Like, I think I had this conversation before in the previous uh, podcast going out to a nice restaurant. No, let's go somewhere where it's not much distraction. And we can talk, you know. Let's go somewhere we can hear each other and hear each other think. Because the restaurant's a lot of stuff going on. You want to eat. You gotta eat with your mouth closed. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you can't speak. You're like, hmm. hmm. No, let's go. Let's concentrate. I always preach the Starbucks. I always even preach the little ice cream, whatever. Do something minor to get the attention so you can have a good discussion and see if there's a second or third time you go out, develop some relationship. But you got to detect. What are you laughing at? 
You, because you said ice cream shop. <laughs> and you know how my brain is. My brain is so messed oh, up. So I'm like, no, listen, listen, listen. This is just to like kind of break the ice here for a minute. Because like my question, my my theory is like with you, with with men in general. Yeah, let me take it to the let me take her to the ice cream shop and see if she's gonna order a cone or she's gonna order a cup. How she gonna eat that ice cream? <laughs> You met a nasty. Thinking, you got me thinking. You're nasty. Oh, man. So I can get her. She get the cone. I can watch her lick the cone. <laughs> Girl, you know what? You, you just let me to something. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Because that way, fellas, I just thought of something. Thanks to Ashley, right? <laughs> take it for ice cream. And I'm going to go off the track a little bit. You take it for ice cream. You pre-watch what she maybe know or know how to do with a cone. How many licks does it take to get to this and the other? Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, right, bitch. Hey, I gotta hurt that right. Slowly. <laughs> hey, you, you might win. You watch her look that cone, be like, damn, I'm gonna really get to know her. Like, I'm gonna change my life around. Wait, <laughs> no, no, don't be don't be judgmental, y'all. Don't be judgmental. Because if you take me out for ice cream, I can't eat all that ice cream. So I'm gonna order a mini cone. Do not judge me because I'm gonna get that kitty cone because I can't eat all that sugar. Poquito? You're like, you're like, uh, right? You see, see how you see how your mind is, see how your mind runs. She can't handle it. Why is she getting a small one? She can't handle it. Me and I'm the first day, you be like, she wants that three scoop topped up. Dipped in chocolate? Oh yeah, she nasty. And that's what you can um see that the size of the tongue when eating the cone. <laughs> like Cardi B says, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me show you how I got that ring. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, You're welcome. I, know. I, I didn't know that verse she said that. She gotta be talented, Cardi B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Verbal insults, right? Have you ever been out in public and hear a dude like or woman like scream at a guy? Like, what the fuck? You know, you know the verbal insults. Yep, yep. Crazy, right? It's kind of embarrassing, right? Yep. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to backtrack right there. Very quick. true. Very true, Christine. Very true. <laughs> it's that ice cream trick. Well, it's good. So true. All right, I, I'm, I'm going to try to keep this as a controlling aspect because I want the topic out of hand because it's going to turn to an after dark conversation. I mean, it's after 8 30, so we're going to. It's nine thirty for some people, mm. but you know what? I can't take that back. So, controller, right? You might have a verbal insult in the store. I'm not trying to go with actually tonight, but that could lead to some good things later, though. No, never mind. Verbal. <laughs> I'm thinking. See, you, you you took this and you just changed the direction. We driving. I got in the passenger seat, let you drive. You just turn to a different direction on the road. I'm sorry, you brought up ice cream shop, and that's how my brain is. My brain is. Jeez, look at ice cream. Hey, hey, fellas, though, women, I get it too, because Christine said it goes both ways. Mm. Yes, look. Ain't no dude gonna eat no ice cream cone like that, though, because if he does, that's a sign. That's red. Why don't you eat it? You put it all in your mouth? You don't lick it? I don't eat a cone. I put my <laughs> cup. I'll never, I'll never have ice cream cone. <laughs> Donna, I'm coming back to Chicago and go get ice cream. We're all gonna get cones. We'll see Alejandro eats. No, no, no. You and Donna can get cones. I'm gonna get a fucking cup. 
I'm gonna be kind to my cousin. I'm not, I'm not eating from damn cone. I'm not. It just is weird. I, I'm not eating from a cone. I'm not getting a cone. Covered it. Just not doing it. <laughs> anyway, F false. Like you have a you have a uh I know why. <laughs> oh Jesus. Hey, so you ever have uh like you've been in a relationship, right? And the person's always wrong all the time. And they blame is always on you and they kind of play the guilt trip. Mm-hmm. Right? That I, I was reading about that, another form of control to make you feel like the guilt trip to reach out to them, like does, do women do that a lot? Or is it just both ways, but more women maybe? Or oh, the guilt trip is both ways because you got a sister of man out here, so it might be equal right now. What do you think about that? I am more of the person, so <clears throat> I'm that person who encourages people to do the right thing, right? To help you out, speak, you know, thinking logically. I don't do things just to hear that, hey, you were right. No, I'm just trying to be logic about it, but hey, Go on with your hard ass ways and do what you want to do. But later on and be like, look, I tried to convince you to do the right thing. The logic thing. Right. Now, of course, yes, I want to hear I'm right because I'm rarely ever wrong. The witches could be a, a sign of controlling. Not right. But I'm not. I'm not, though. I'm not. Like, I know. Always right, though. But I have to be now. I have to be careful. I'm like, damn. I'm like, I can't joke around like that because you know, since the vast sale is like, oh, she controlling. No, I'm really not. So is women withholding sex a form of control? Yep. Hmm, just one. Just one. I mean, it can be. Honestly, it can be. Yeah. But then again, like, it all depends on the situation. Like, if you did something and you fucked up, like you're in the doghouse. How are you going to make it up? Of a woman in the doghouse, she thought to give it up. See, let me tell you something. Women, when you're in the doghouse, men. And, and this is how you keep a relationship too. Because I know they say men go all different ways, but women can do some of the most outrageous things. <laughs> I'm gonna read that comment in a minute. <laughs> women, women, women can do some amazing yeah. things to keep a man attention. You know what I'm saying? Just you gotta be first of all, and I'm getting off the topic a little bit. If you're not if you're inexperienced when the door closed, that could be an issue. But if you have a man that, you know, let's say you, you know, y'all have a little argument or whatever, it, it's ways to get a man to accept your apology. It's easy for a woman to get a man to accept the apology and vice versa. Say that last part one more time. It's easy for... easy for a woman to get a man to accept her apology uh-huh. and vice versa. Women can do some pretty explicit things, X-rated, to get some attention. A man's not going to be mad for long. Some of y'all be on that. See, she, she, she feel my pain. So we gonna get here. No, no, I'm not suffering too. <laughs> so, packs know where I come from. Doghouse or not, I'm not suffering too. You better rub my booty and eat some lunch. And it, it's a, it's it's it's, it's easy. Like I don't wait. In my experience, controlling. So this is Christine said. In my experience, controlling is seventy to thirty narcissistic. Using sex or money as a reward or punishment as a child is a controlled thing. And yep. it depends on what the argument is for, though. So women do it, like, let's say I'm mad at a woman because she's late picking me up. So I was picking me up, right? She's mad. Not a big deal or whatever, but you kind of, like, irritate the day. A woman come in wearing some lingerie and doing special things could be forgotten. I'm not saying do it all the time, but, like, if it's some serious stuff, like, now, if you're going out and get called to do the public, that shit obviously is not working. Right. But... Women, uh, men could be more forgiving 
Like, I mean, women can be more forgiving than vice versa. But also, like she said, too, if you use it all the time and think going to get out of it, it's a special time. It gets old. Men catch on. We got to get this shit out of here. We ain't trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? So the controlling aspect is using it all the time, knowing you're going to get out, your way out of it. Especially if you're a sex addict, though. Or a woman is a sex addict. Yeah, I don't know. I ain't met too many women that are sex addicts. I'm gonna how that might be. Um, can we address that one comment though, real quick? Which one? The one that you said you were gonna address a minute ago. Women need to know their role in raising kids. Mm-hmm. What you want to address about that? Go ahead. You got the floor. First of all, You may be right on that, raising the kids, but uh, my significant other, mm-mm, my significant other, it's a two-part thing. Like, it took both of us to make these kids. It's going to take both of us to raise these kids. If you don't want anything to do with it, then baby, bye. Just saying. Right or wrong? Well, women do need to know their role because a lot of women don't know their role today. And I'm not saying about raising kids. When I say know their role, so this is the thing. Women want to build. But hold on, that comment though, that last part, raise the kids. Raise the kids. So you want me to raise the kids by myself? Because if I'm going to do it by myself, then maybe get the hell out of my house. Nah, I think- it needs to be done together. So I need that clarification because if, if, if you're doing that, that old standard men and women, like I'm the leader, you're going to be the stay home mom. You are going to, you know, be the housewife and you're going to raise these kids while you cut, while you come home and bring the bread. And that's it. And then, you know, I have to perform my wife duties. He's just you know I mean? He said true that, but men are supposed to be the breadwinners. Yes. I understand that. And I give that I give that leadership to my dear future husband. I give that leadership role to them. But we created these children together. We will raise these children together. Granted, if I get home or if I'm a stay-home mom working... Take out the trash. They take out the trash. Men are supposed to be bread. Where does it take out the trash? I, I know some people don't like taking out the trash. <laughs> I take out the trash all the time. So I mean, I'm good with it. Like it don't bother me. But again, it's just if we if we are creating these kids together, we should be raising these kids together. Granted, like you know, if you work 12 hours a day, you're not home to put the kids to sleep, but you're there in the morning. Like, I want you to spend time with these kids in the morning. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, let me say something. I agree with you. But there's always a but. I I you both, you know, you're definitely responsible for the kids. But I think that like the way this world's created, men are supposed to lead, but we don't have enough leaders, the men. So women are forced in these manly roles. And that's why some of their actions is looked at as controlling because they look to take on so much masculine role and there's such a turn off to other men who meet these women. And I don't think it's their intention to be in that controlling state, but they've been forced into these roles by dealing with men of lesser value who don't know how to be leaders. They have to take upon that role and that male leadership. So when they're out in this world and they're meeting people, men see them like, damn, she's like, Masculine, I want this, this, and this. At some point, we meet that male who can't lead, who is very masculine. 
not wearing winter clothing. <laughs> but when you meet that male, no, seriously, it's, it's time to take a back seat, women. It's just time to take a back seat because how you portray yourself is controlling. Do you hear women out here saying, oh, my man can't make, I, I think I was looking at a video, I, I forgot what show it was. I think a man can't make $90,000. My man got to make at least 150 grand. But what the fuck do you bring to the table while you're making all these demands on what a man should make? What do you bring to the table? Right. But if we are bringing something to the table, if I'm in a relationship and they make more money than me and I'm working as well, whether it's working from home or going out in corporate America um, and working, I'm still bringing something. But we should be doing everything 50-50. You know, pay, you know, if you're, if you are going to pay the car notes, I'm going to pay the car insurance, just like I posted in that video. If you are going to pay the mortgage, then I'm going to pay for the groceries and I'm going to pay for the utilities because that should be equal depending on what a mortgage is. If you're going to pay this, I'm going to do this. If you're going to cook, I'm going to do the dishes 50, 50. Why are we not working as a team? Christine said it too. And like, and I get what, what Christine is saying. Because if you make more money than me, and if I have to ask for money, it could be portrayed as a gold digger. But it, it all depends on the scenario as well and the person that you're dating. And it's the fact we, we place too much emphasis on money. It doesn't matter. What matters at the end of the day is that you're being respected or whatever. And I know Ashley says, uh, if that's what they want, what's wrong with that? Focus on who meets your qualification level. There is something wrong with that. I'm going to tell you what's wrong with that. Because a person to make a certain amount of money don't mean like what what this is where we fuck up at, right? What do you want in a person as far as personality-wise, as far as character? Because a wallet doesn't determine your characteristics, it don't determine your personality, it doesn't determine how you treat a woman. The biggest asshole can make 20 grand or whatever and treat you like a piece of shit. But women would attach that because of money, because of value, because they can get this, because they get that. People have no more morals, and that's what's wrong with the world today. That the moral aspect, people don't have a traditional aspect, traditional values, they like that. They're all about money, money, money. What are the seven some one of the seven, seven daily sins? It's a fact. You money, money, money don't buy you everything, everything. Money keeps you living, money helps you control. But if you can build with somebody, you know that when you meet them, you can build, build, build. That's mm -hmm. deep. Don't let a man that makes all this money, you get him, and knows that he has you by the fucking, your feet upside down. Because if he don't give you money, it's over. Right. Don't ever get a situation like that. And I know it's hard, but you can tell. Uh, and money doesn't buy happiness at the end of the day. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, look at America. Yeah. Where, where's our money going right now? Money oh. doesn't buy happiness. I just went to Walmart to go buy some potatoes. For a five-pound bag of potatoes, Seven dollars and sixty nine cents. What the fuck am I paying? Seven dollars, and I didn't pay attention. To the, I just threw it in my cart, and so I rang it up. And I was like, "God damn, what did I just pay for five? And I don't eat potatoes like that. It's crazy. But again, money doesn't buy happiness. And for all you people, all the women out there, and even the men too. Like, even if you, you know, I joke around like, "Oh yeah, I want a sugar daddy, but I, I need a diabetic sugar daddy because I'm not trying to give no sugar, right?" Right. <laughs> I, I just joke, <laughs> just joke around because you know what? Like I'm I'm so independent that I'm gonna you know if I, if I want a new purse if I want a new pair of shoes I'm gonna get them for myself. 
you know, and again, a lot of men don't like that. And that could be a controlling thing. Like, oh, you want those pair of shoes? Well, you need to do X, Y, and Z before you get those shoes. Mm. You know, they're, especially the guys that have that money. Right, exactly. What are you going to do for me? What are you going to, how are you going to satisfy me so I can bless you with this money for you to go get those shoes? Money can be used as control. Yep. I don't want to respond to what Peck said. You spend too much time and energy worry about someone. It's not the fact that you're spending energy worry about someone else's expectations. You have to learn somebody's expectations to avoid Lucifer. That's what the fuck I call them. You have to learn their expectations to avoid them. And they they're gonna be they're gonna be single, looking for unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. But mm-hmm. you gotta know people what they want. That's when you meet people, you gotta know what they want. Even if you just strolling through IG or Facebook, listen to people talk. It's just craziness, you know. Even if they local, not local, you meet them. You know what that's what they're about. If you know somebody, for example, let's say you stroll on a page, actually, you see a dude talking some bullshit like women raising kids, cut my toenails, or some bullshit, right? You meet mm-hmm. him in person. He's already let you know that he's a controller freak. You meet him in pro in person. You already looked at his page. You know he's a piece of shit. So I even assume I have a conversation with him. Right. I don't entertain that shit. I really don't. I don't understand why women even entertain it. Like, are you really that bored to entertain something to get sucked in? Because you're setting yourself to get sucked in is what you're doing. Right. Exactly. So why are you enter like I would never, I would I would never entertain it. And there's so many red flags you could look by. I I don't want to say I'm gonna judge a book by its cover, but I'm gonna be honest. For men and women out there. If your profile picture or if a past profile picture is with you holding up a bunch of hundred dollars, like why are you flashing money like that? Because you got money temporarily or like why? Because that's like for me, that's that's honestly a turnoff. If you are flashing money, whether it's fake money, whether it's real money, I think it's such a turnoff. Why are you flashing your money? If you have money like that, you will not flaunt the money like that. Except if you're a stripper and you're at the strip club. Oh my god! Hey, Ashley Pex. Oh, that's what, okay. We're gonna say Pex. I'll just get a comment. She says she's talking about those that tell the expectations. We know to avoid them, like you said. People are in their right to uh, what they want. We don't have to participate in the shenanigans. That's true. That's why I was pretty much saying we're saying the same thing. Um, yeah, like these are controlling things, and the, the, the problem is Ashley is that when I bring that up, those are like controlling characteristics that people choose to ignore. So you know when you see stuff like that, you hear a woman talk like that, or you hear a man talk like that, we ignore that, right? And we prolong and get ourselves caught in emotionally. Well, we know we're going to get fucked. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it's many situations where I thought, well, I've heard the uh, terms like, this man has to pay for everything. So it's like, really the man to pay for everything, or do you got to work together? Like, I, what I do... I don't 50 50 or not. I don't care if it's 50 50. If it's 75 25 on my part of man paying for everything, the woman, as long as the woman has my back, I don't really give a damn how we divide. It's 50 50. I'm paying for the most. I don't care. A woman having my back means much more than splitting the bills down the line. I don't really care. Have my back. Amen. Amen. That's all, that's all I'm asking for to have my back. So the woman that has my back, it kind of like eliminates a lot of controlling things because a lot of women these days, don't have it back and then vice versa. A lot of men don't support women and stuff they want to do. They want to be controlling. 
and say what a woman should do, or they should be here cooking or whatever, or they should cook with leggings on in the kitchen. Can you roll that video? I'm gonna yeah, <laughs> Oh, you just wait, 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 I'm gonna share the screen, but y'all think about cooking in the kitchen. Cook, make sure you cook with leggings, and you know, for anybody who's gonna date Jay Hendo in the future, make sure you always have leggings on. Leggings, 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 boy. You leggings, cooking the kitchen, leggings on. I be, I do everything you want me to do. What would you do if I was going on girls' holidays every other month? I have to shut that down. I think it's disrespectful. Do you go on a little holiday? I can do whatever I want. Are you with me? You don't want to. We go on holidays together. We go places together. When I have to go places with just the boys, you stay home. It could just be like women just go on holiday to have fun. And men will try and sleep with you. So? So Does it I, mean the women are? Correct. If this is what I'm saying. You agree. No, no, you agree. Agree. It's not what reality because we agree. Yes, you do. Okay. We agree. Okay. No, we're not moving okay. on to the next question. No, we agree. Okay. We agree. You're right. They're going to try and you're not going to let them. I agree. If I walk out to the car park, it doesn't matter how good the locks are on my car. If someone's trying to break into my car, am I going to let them keep trying? No, no. It's disrespectful. It's mine. And no one comes near it because it's mine. No one's going to try and steal it. For me to I'll put it in a place where people are going to try and steal it is nothing less than irresponsible. My female is taken care of and has a fantastic life. She does not need to go on holidays to fucking make an awesome, be a hoe on some random okay, table. But some random table because her friend met some dude on fucking Tinder. No. Stay home. Stay home. So I agree with like we talked about this beforehand. So going on a holiday every other month, no. A girl's trip. You know, every other month like that's you know, I don't know. Every, I guess it would oh, be okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, you said every other month go on a girl's trip? That's what she said. Can I go Can I go on a girl's holiday every other month? Why? Like, so, you, yes or no? But just him saying, you can't, but I can, because, and then she pointed out, well, the women are going to be all over you, and he's just like, yes, and that's okay, because I can control that. So you think that us women can't control, like, if a man's like, hey, ma, you smell good. Okay, thanks for the compliment. Bye. That's that's cool. I don't have a problem with a woman going on a girl's trip. But you say every other month is like, ah, you know, when are we going to have time to go on our trip? Because right. I'm assuming that both people are working. So every other month, and that's not a control thing. It's like, I'm not going on a trip every other month. You know what I'm saying? We're going on a trip with our friends or whatever, maybe twice a year. We're going to have time for us. I think every other month is like excessive. That is my opinion. Because like, I, I don't fucking want to go travel with my boys like, I'm going next year, next next month. You know what I'm saying? I'm going on a trip. I'm not fucking trying to travel with their ass like three or four or five times a year. I want to travel five, six times a year with my significant other. Let us grow. So I, right. he was, I don't want to agree with him at all, but I think she's a little excessive in like every other month girl trip. Every other month girl trip. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like the single life. Right. And but then you could you could tell by his demeanor too. Like his demeanor was just like automatically like shut down. No, no. And it's like, well, hold yeah, on. Like, we're just trying to have a conversation. Why are you raising your voice at me? Because at that point I'd be like, baby, we are done. <laughs> no, no, goodbye. He is I, I agree with him on politics because I listen to him when he talk about politics. He's spot on. But relationships is like, nah, I don't really agree with him. But Ashley Pecks, no, it don't be a relationship though. If you're not if you got to travel six times a year with your girl every other month, girl's trip, then you don't have time for a relationship because we're going to have time to travel with your significant other. I'm, I'm just talking about the amount of trips she said. Like every other month to me is six times a year. Regardless right. if you have the money or not, I'm not talking about if you got the money. If you're interested in being in a relationship, get to know your partner 
I would say three times a year would be good. I mean, you have spring, summer, and fall. When are you going to travel with him? What are you going to do with him? Go to all these places for the girls that you can't go with him? Like, what are you going to travel? You have three months in summer. So if I'm going to do, like, me and Pex, we're Gemini babies. So, you know, we could do a girl's trip in, in May or June. And then my significant other, we can do a trip in July or August. That's still summertime. Fall, you have September, October. Come on, Hendo. Stop being in your funeral. No, oh, you don't have to. Here's the thing. If you're interested in your significant other, let's, be, let's not be obsessive with it. It don't matter if you got the money or not. Okay, if you got the money or not, then you don't need to be in a relationship. Six times a year with your girls, you fucking them two on the trip? Yeah, no. I No, I, again, I really wouldn't want to. So you want to go... Which your significant other more times you go with your girls? Think about it. If you want a guy's trip, like baby, one of my guys, you travel their ass four times a year. I'm gonna say the same thing. Are you fucking playing for the same team? You can't take your woman on trips. I'd be like, wouldn't you want to watch? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> for the women, for the women, Hendo, for the women. Oh, Jesus. Oh, 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 because oh. you're the one who's like, oh, you know, there's two women for one guy. Now, you invite me, like, man, you want to watch? <laughs> so stupid. No, I mean, and I'm with Donna, like, an annual girls' trip, like, I think that's dope. An annual girls' trip. I, I think an annual girls' trip is dope. If you, like, into your significant other, then travel together. Like, I know, Pax, you said if you're wealthy, you travel out with my significant other or my friends. Why you can't share that time with your significant other? Now you say you're wealthy, you put money into the thing. Should he said, with it. my significant other aunt. Oh, no. Oh, my okay, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Like, spend most of the time your significant other if you're really yes. interested. If you're not, then I can see. Try with your friends all you want. But you're in a relationship. I think the annual girls trip, maybe twice a year, whatever. But when we talk about the excessive, like, oh, go my girls this way. It's like, okay. It, it raised red flags. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. Like it depends on, or even do like couple trips. Like I think that's that that can be a lot of fun too. Like you and your friends, you know, and everyone is a couple. Right. And I mean, that's like good. Like the men can go out one night, the women go out one night, and then it's all. That's a good idea, Ash. You know what problem with that is, is that I hate doing couples things with other men that act like little biatches. When you go on trips, and you know what I'm saying? They all weird and they all suspect. I, I just, I, I'm not calling judgment or whatever it is, but men are just different nowadays. I got to make sure that they pass the, the, the test or something. You know, so I got to, we got to, because when you're on a couple trip, right? Let's say you go out in Jamaica, the girls go out and talk and have a few drinks. You go with the guys, whatever. You know these people. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. But I'm up and reading Peck's comments uh, because now I have to go. I, I'll say this. If you want to go somewhere, your man don't not want to go because it's not a place you want to go, then he's not being open-minded. He's being a fucking jerk. He's going to want to go places that you probably want to go, but you're going to be open-minded. You're going to go, right? He should do the same thing. Get his ass up and go whether he wants to go or not. But not should be an option. Women, men should not be traveling alone that's period, unless it's some, some destination they're going. It's just period. I understand where you're coming from, though, Pex. I really do. But if he doesn't want to go with you, Shit, you're right. Get up and go on, go on by yourself. But also take it as a red flag and be open-minded because that's the thing. Control men, I've seen lately, if a woman not doing something that he wants to do, they don't even fucking partake. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Like like this guy just, just showed the video. 
She can't travel. It's a whole trip. It's not a whole trip because a girl would go on an annual trip. Now she's going on trips six at seven, eight times. You with the girls, and you're in a committed relationship. Then that's a problem. It might be a problem unless you travel ten times or fifteen times with your guy traveling a lot. But that's a different story. But I don't know. I just like I got my friends. I call them my brothers. You know, we just got around to doing like our Vegas thing. We're doing a fantasy football draft because we're not into like the strip and going wild and crazy. We're going for like. The fantasy football thing is a shit in Vegas. That's what we're doing. So we're going on that trip, and that's what the main thing is. All the guys, I say about 80, 90% of them that's going is married. So we 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 like old-fashioned. We can go have some drinks at the bar, talk shit about sports, and roast each other. I don't know. I don't really care about somebody else's ass and legs that's on the strip, whatever, because I'm beyond that. Maybe me like 10, 15 years ago, that'd be dope. Me right now, in my mind frame, I don't really give a shit about that. I'm trying to go half on the guys, whatever. I'm not trying to be nobody from the one night stand because I'm just not just, just not for that. I don't feel like just keep the 100 real. I don't care because if you're trying to, if I'm on a strip, you meet me and you're trying to fuck me, then how many other men that you meet try to do the same thing too? No, you're not sending us a surprise in the Airbnb. <laughs> Donna, let me get in on that. <laughs> we don't want, I don't want no little skink interfering, whatever. I, it won't be, it won't be like that. Whatever. Um, uh, we don't, I don't, distraction, distraction. I mean, we had a good time. Donna though. and I are going to show up. Yeah, like she got to uh, get some advice on some fantasy football. We take fantasy football serious. So, so do I. I, I take it seriously. I don't give a fuck about no uh, half naked woman. Don't have women just don't fucking bother me. And I draft my fantasy football team. I don't give a fuck who you are, how big your ass is, how big your titties is. Do not fuck with me when I'm trying to draft my fantasy football team. I don't fuck around. I'm not easily distracted. I'm not. I'm focused. It'll be after the draft. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll be it's fine. After the draft, it's fantasy football season. After the draft, I, I'm, I'm tuned in for fantasy football from August to January, especially on Sundays. Don't call my phone. Expecting to have more than a two-minute conversation on Sundays, unless you watch football and you give me advice on who the fuck you're gonna put in my starting lineup. Other than that, do not bother me. And that's what people know to get in a relationship with Jay Hendo is on Sundays is my Sunday, and it might this is not controlling. This is just telling you don't fuck with me on Sundays. This is my time during football season. I want to watch football and enjoy it. I will fucking take you. I will give you uh, two hundred dollars to fucking leave me three hundred, five hundred. Go shopping. Leave me alone. I'm watching football. That's when you can get away with all the shopping you want on Sundays. Go shopping. Let's go. Let's go. Might drop. Is it? Exactly. I mean, easy. Like on Sundays, you can have shit. Sundays, Monday night football, Thursday night football, three days a week. Don't bother me. I'm, I'm tuned in. I'm going to make sure I call you at like 6.58 on Thursday. Like, hey, I wanted to throw this at you. I'm going to be like, listen, if you don't fucking leave me alone, the game kickoff is about to start. I got to make sure my lineup is set. Like, I take, we take it seriously, but that's the thing. We Guys going out there, well, this group of guys I'm with, we, we are respectful. And these guys that I'm going out with, are, they're loyal to their wives. So nobody's going to put them in a predicament to even put cheap. We, just, we focus straight on what we're going for. Right, right. I get it. I yeah, respect it. But that's so, all it should be. Every man's not built like that, though. And no. it's hard because so much temptation in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But I don't give a fuck about temptations because let me tell you something. I'm a nasty man. I can't sleep around the sheets. I can't do that. 
So I'm not going to even do that, whatever. I had all that section jumping around. I, I'm not going to do that. So I'm a nasty man. <laughs> so I got to be in a relationship that's loyal so I can be nasty. <laughs> and that's not He's controlling. There's the nastiness. He's controlling. <laughs> not controlling. It's been truthful because some people, these like, I don't know, some people are nasty. So I don't know. Some people are nasty, like nasty, nasty. Like you need to go wash your shit like five times. Nasty. That's why I told you it's not controlling. You go in somebody's house and look around, whether you're a man or woman, go in the house and look around and see how it's kept. If you got food splattered on the walls, and especially when women are to me, I don't know if it might be different. Call me out. Women are typically cleaner than men, right? Yeah. So if I go in a woman's house and her house is not up to par, not clean to mine, I'm like, oh, like I, I'm a stuck. It ain't controlling. This is me just like, oh, like. I walked in some houses and I saw like dishes up the top. Like, oh, fuck, I know that goddamn bone bit down. It's like four days. And I'm turned on. The first thing I look at is like, if I'm going to a dude's house and your bathroom, like you got pubes in your sink, like that, where you wash your hand, hands at. Like, why you got a clean shave down there? You know, he's getting it ready. You know, that's nasty just as much as I know that's nasty. Well, my, hey, let's let me tell you something. I don't expect the woman's bathroom to look like a man's bathroom. I expect the man, a man's bathroom to be clean, but women's bathrooms I've been in are like extra clean, and that, that's that's a turn on. Like I'm sorry, like cooking, leggings, clean house, blow me away. Take notes, ladies. <laughs> oh boy, we boy, need leg frame leggings. We got, you know what? We have five brown leggings, and we saw Donna did get back on that project, the life brown leggings. All right, I'm gonna talk to Donna because then we're also gonna do gray sweatpants. <laughs> Y'all see his face, how it turns from like all happy to like freaking Martin Lawrence in like 2.5 seconds because we're focused on the woman silhouette. Silhouette. No, we're not doing that. Don't make me bust out my. No, you bet fucking not. I want to end the show if you do that boots and cats shit. We're not doing it tonight. No goddamn boots and cats. No, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. No, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. No boots and cats. <laughs> but listen, all I was saying is though, all women out there, like, if you find yourself being the person that's got control and like these characteristics and everything, like eliminate that. Same thing for guys, like. Get yourself out of that situation because nine times a ten won't change. Also, if you start off with what music soul child say is just friends, not trying to pressure nobody, just trying to their name and someday and maybe sometime you can hook up, hang out, and chill. And you can catch those uh red flags. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Did you know that song I just sang, right? Did you know yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's test your music out to see if you know it. I mean, I think they sing it better, but you know. Some. No, no, be girl out. Let me get that. She's trying to like hit higher notes to me. She be like low key hating, like just trying to. She asked for. I called Donna right. She's hello. Like she's trying, trying to sing. Like, God damn it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the better note. Hello. I don't know. But Hello. No, I'm sorry. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. 
you know, this is Life Ground. We got some big things coming up. You know, um, we're going to have like Life Ground Cares. Big things coming up. We're working on a few projects and we need to get to work and working on those projects. We're going to be giving back to the communities, book bag drives, turkey drives coming in the future. So we're going to post stuff in the group everywhere, you know, for people to donate. We're trying to help out people in the communities because this is a time and they need us to help because the inflation is getting out of control. Families need us. They need to eat. So we're going to get back in ways where we can get the kids prepared for school, get the kids and families food on the table and everything. We're going to do some big things and give back, give back, give back. That's what we do. So y'all take it easy. Thank you all for tuning in. This is Life Brown. Ashy DJ Hendo. Peace out, y'all.